welcome back to the Ashcraft Minecraft podcast. I'm your host, Asher, and today we'll be reading chapter 24 of Minecraft Dungeons Rise of the Arch Illager by Matt Forbeck. So let's dive right in. Chapter 24 Arch Illager? Walda said the next morning as she greeted him in the throne room. What a stroke of inspiration. That feast last night had been fantastic, and the people were now roused and ready to do anything for him. Archie knew he only needed to point them in the proper direction and give them their orders. Now. He gave Walda a suspicious side-eye. You don't like it? She composed her response carefully. I'm not sure I understand it. It's a play on words. Based on my name and who I am, Arch means leader or chief. And well, Illager, that's who I am. Who we all are. Walda nodded in understanding. Archie still wasn't quite sure she approved, but then again, he didn't require her blessing at all. We move today, Archie told her, changing the subject. Our Illager army is strong and ready and itching for a fight, as are our undead allies. Most of your army is sleeping in after the feast last night, Walda pointed out. Could we perhaps push off the launch of our campaign against the villagers off until tomorrow? That should be fine, but no longer. Archie made a sound of disgust. Fine, but we can't wait any longer than that. Our destiny awaits us, and I, for one, am eager to claim it. As you say, Archie. She, he arched an irritated eyebrow at her. What did you call me? Walda sucked in her breath. My apologies, Archilliger. Archie permitted himself a perfectly self-satisfied smile at the sound of his chosen title rolling off his former leader's lips. He almost wished he could bring Thord back from the dead so he could hear it from him, too. It occurred to Archie that although the Illagers needed a day to recover from the celebration of his coronation, the same didn't apply to the army of undead clustered outside the gates of Highblock Keep. Besides which, he was worried about the Illagers traveling alongside the undead. It would only require a small problem with those mobs for the entire affair to devolve into chaos. He needed his fighting forces focused on their enemies, not worried about each other, and he had the perfect plan to make that happen. First, though, he needed to do some research. He excused himself from the throne and headed to the top of the obsidian pinnacle again. Once there... He placed his staff in its regular slot, sat down on the chair there, and peered into the orb of dominance. What do you want to see? The heroes that stand between me and the village, he said. I need to know where they are and what they're doing. The surface of the orb dissolved in front of Archie's eyes, and he found himself looking down at the village from an incredible height. The villagers there had built more fortifications around the place in an effort to protect themselves better 
but they clearly had no idea of the forces Archie had at his command now. The defenses might be enough to protect the place against the illagers, but the redstone golems, and better yet, the redstone monstrosity, would make quick work of them. The only thing that would put a kink in Archie's plans was the presence of a hero. Any one of them alone would be able to take on a redstone golem. And together, they might even present a reasonable threat to the redstone monstrosity. But if they weren't there... Archie zoomed the viewpoint in and searched around the village for any sign of a hero. To his irritation, he spotted five of them chatting with one another in the center of the town. They had apparently been helping with the fortification of the village, and they didn't seem to be done with their task. The longer you give them, the tougher the village will become. Archie knew that the orb was correct. The sooner he moved on the village, the better. Otherwise, the heroes might throw up a castle's worth of defenses around it, and he'd find himself thwarted. But with the heroes there, it wouldn't matter. Even without the defenses, they might be able to destroy his army, no matter how augmented with redstone mobs it was. He needed to get rid of the heroes. Fortunately, he had an idea about how to do that. Show me their homes, Archie said. The places they care most about. The viewpoint in the orb shifted wildly. It spun high up into the sky, whirling about until Archie had to clutch at the sides of the chair. He was so dizzy he thought he might throw up. Fortunately, just before that happened, the viewpoint stabilized, and he found himself gazing upon a serene scene far below. As Archie peered into the orb, he spied four different buildings scattered about the landscape. Even the closest of them stood at least a half a day's walk away from the village, maybe more. The buildings sat in different parts of the land. One stood atop a mountain, Another overlooked the sea. A third had been built inside an amazing tower. The last sat mostly underground, but for a glassy, staggered pyramid that emerged from the earth to allow in all the sunlight possible. Each one of them seemed large enough to house a tremendous family, and they were tricked out with the most amazing architecture. Archie spent some time zooming in with the orb and examining the places, and he'd never seen such incredible marvels. To think that each of them housed only a single person seemed like a tremendous waste. They can be yours. Archie liked that idea. One day, he would rule the entirety of land, from sea to sea. Today, though, he was only interested in the village. Taking that would be a huge victory for him and would supplement the forces of workers he'd needed to build more redstone golems. From there, he could roll on out to take heroes one by one. All he needed to do was get them out of the village so he could attack it. He studied each of the places and their locations, 
both relative to each other and High Block Keep. Then, when he was finally ready, he went to find Walta. She was in the room making decisions for him in his absence. Fortunately for her, she was sitting in a simple chair off to the side of the central dais. If she'd been on his throne, he would have been tempted to execute her on the spot. All eyes swung toward Archie as he entered the room. He ignored them and strode straight for his throne. He relished approaching it with his fantastic crown sparkling on his head, almost as much as he enjoyed the respectful attention. It seemed like everyone in the place held their breath until he was seated. Just as they began to breathe again, he crooked a finger toward Walda to summon her to his side. A word, he told her. Immediately, she excused herself from the conversation she'd been having and stood up. Clear the room, she called out, clear and loud. The others in the throne room vacated it immediately, with and without objection. The last of them closed the double doors that led into the room behind them with a resounding boom. Yes, Arch Illager, Walda said as she stood before him. She was so tall that even when standing on the lower steps of the dais, as she was, she could still look him in the eye. The height of Archie's crown still made his head officially taller, though, so he could decide he could tolerate that. I have orders for you, he said. I have chosen you for a most important mission. Walda's face fell. Will this take me from your side during the invasion of the village? I'm afraid so, he said, but it will ensure the invasion's success. She let the frown on her face transform into a look of sheer determination. Then I am yours to command. A dissatisfied look from Archie prompted her to hastily add, as always. Archie ordered her to produce a pen and paper. She complied immediately, taking some from the supply she'd set up next to her desk. He then drew her a rough map of the land. He would have made her do it, but she had no concept of the shape of the place. In her younger years, she had led nomadic illagers throughout much of the land, before she had settled down in the tribe's woodland mansion. But that only gave her an illager's view of the place. With the help of the Orb of Dominance, Archie had access to the view of a bird. The view of a god. That statement disturbed a part of Archie, for reasons he couldn't put into words. Another part of him was absolutely delighted. Once he was done with the outline of the map, Archie marked off the different regions he was sending Walda through. He also included the locations of High Block Keep, the village, and even the Desert Temple, which he instructed her to keep well away from, just in case. Although he didn't say exactly why. Then he marked the locations of the homes of the four heroes. I need you to take the undead mobs to attack these places, Archie said to her. Walter grew pale. You're putting me in charge of the undead? It's a position of great power, he said, in effort to keep her from breaking into a full-blown panic. You'll lead fully half of our forces, and on a mission of the 
utmost importance. Without your help, the attack on the village will fail for sure. She swallowed hard and nodded firmly, as if she was trying to convince herself that an apparent suicide mission couldn't possibly be that bad. And when do I leave on this mission? Immediately, Archie said. Now, as soon as you can pack your things, go. Walda blew out a long breath as she tried to acclimate herself to the idea of marching off alone. The only living being at the head of the of an army of undead mobs. A trip that would have those husks and skeletons following her through the night. If you move quickly, the mob should recall their orders long enough that they won't turn on you. If you fail, well, you'll suffer the inevitable consequences. All right, Walda said, after only a moment's hesitation. Archie could tell she wanted to refuse such a terrifying task but she feared even more what he would do to her if she defied him. He smiled at her. I appreciate your loyalty. She nodded, trying to absorb the horrors that lay ahead of her. What is the mission? she asked, distracted by those stray thoughts. I need you to find the homes of the four heroes that like to hang around the village and destroy them. If Walda had turned pale before, now she was blanked white. She hadn't led a raiding party in years, preferring to leave that duty to Thord. But with him gone, she seemed like the natural choice. Even she could see that. The idea of destroying a hero's home, though, gave her pause. Archie would have been shocked if it hadn't. Maybe enough to pull her away from the mission. Anyone who would promise to take care of something like that without any trepidation was clearly insane or a liar. Or both. You don't need to dismantle them to their foundations, Archie said. Actually, I would prefer if you didn't. I want you to hit each one hard, set it on fire, and then go to the next. Realization dawned on Walda's face. You don't want to hurt them. You just want to distract them. Archie grinned at her. They're all in the village right now. We just need to draw them out to give ourselves a chance. She cocked her head at him. You don't think your redstone creatures can tip that scale for us? Possibly, Archie said, but there's too much that can go wrong in a battle. I want to guarantee our success. To do that, I need to at least reduce the number of heroes in the village, if not get rid of them entirely. Every one of them you can draw away will be a huge boon to us. Walda gave him a firm nod. All right, she said, as bravely as she could manage. I will not fail. Well, that is the end of chapter 24. Looks like Archie is now planning another attack on the village. And he is taking, he is getting Walda to go and mess with the heroes' homes to distract them and keep them out of the village. I wonder if this battle will be successful or not. Well, we'll see in the next chapter. 
But until then, I'm your host, Asher, and this is the Ashcraft Minecraft Podcast. Peace!